It is the 21st century. There are too many video games. But out there, it's waiting. The best video game you've never played. Hello and welcome to The Best Video Game You've Never Played, the podcast where I, stand-up and improv comedian Lewis Dunn, invite guests on to bring on a video game that I've never played. I then play it for some time, get them on the show, and we have a chat about whether or not it is the best video game you've never played. This week's guest is Gareth Waugh. Gareth is a fantastically funny stand-up comedian. Uh, I met him playing uh, The Stand in uh, Glasgow. Uh, he's wonderfully funny. I've seen him do lots of gigs, uh, particularly around the Edinburgh Festival, and he is uh, a hilarious and excellent comic. Uh, he's also a Twitch streamer. He streams lots of different video games, and uh, we have a bit of a chat about that and what it's like to stream video games and sort of the different uh, interesting pressures you get put under when playing a, a streaming video game. But he is here to bring on a truly unknown video game. Boy, oh boy. If you've heard of this game coming into the podcast, congratulations, well done on your Steam store knowledge, but this one completely uh, knocked me sideways. So, without further ado, uh, let's have a chat with Gareth War. Hello, Gareth, how are you? Ah, same as I told you off here. You know when you normally say, oh, good. Yeah, depressed, anxious, and living the dream. (laughs) You know what's really good for dealing with depression and anxiety? Uh, is it a pandemic? No, it's really stressful video games. So... <laughs> yeah. So I've asked you on, Gareth, and uh, you were telling me before we got on there, you've been, you've, been, you've been twitching lately, you've been doing your, your live streams yeah. on video games and things. And so I can only because the thing I don't I don't do live streaming myself. I don't. I have. have uh... I don't do live streaming myself because I've found that I don't have very good internet and I get immensely stressed out when people watch me play video games. So what is it? Why? Why have yeah. you taken to streaming like as a way to? Do you find that you enjoy video games more if you stream them? Um, certain ones for sure. Like uh, I, I I like went to streaming because I was doing a whole lot of nothing and. <laughs> like june last year so i think well i think it was maybe march uh so i found lots of time and i was like yeah why why not jump into that and it was like a creative outlet for when you know stand-up was gone uh I'd, i do enjoy some game. i mostly play scary games which i would not play on my own but having oh, yeah. an audience makes them a bit more bearable because you don't feel as alone i think <laughs> but it's very stressful. I still don't really like them very much. <laughs> What's been the scariest game you've played since you started streaming? Outlast, easily Outlast. It was like I remember trying to play it when it was free on the PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, a while, remember a few years ago now when it first came out, and I, I just couldn't get past like the first ten minutes. I was like, "This is too scary," and it, <laughs> and it was like I think I've relaxed a little bit with scary games now, but that one was like the first one, and it was just torture i hated it outlast is a game that i've been given for free on playstation and i've been given its sequel for free on playstation and i've been given it for free on computer and i still refuse to play it i'm going absolutely nowhere near that game it's so scary and uh i don't want to give too much away but the ending's really bad so it's (laughs) not really worth your time because i was so upset with the ending 
but this is the thing is you haven't asked me to play Outlast. I haven't. You this is the thing, Gareth. I, I, I message you saying, Do you wanna come on this show? Pick a game that I've never played before that you think would be a good one to chat. And full credit to you. A lot of people come on this show and they try and find gaps in things I haven't played that are like big hitters, that are big video games that are blockbusters that I skipped out on. And there are still definitely a few that I haven't touched. Yeah. But you have found a game that is so <laughs> obscure. You, I've tried, like, I thought it would be a good idea before I did this to go and see, like, what the general reception to this game was <laughs> in the world. And it is Google proof. You cannot yeah. find this video game. It's, so why don't you introduce what you brought along? I have chosen the video game Lost Egg. It is called, and that is the name, Lost, just Egg. Lost Egg. Um, it's it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because I've I've tried to find out more about the developer, and there's mm. not a lot out there at yeah, all. Ki- Kimidori Soft is the name of it. I think they're Japanese. Yes, and I also think it's one person. Right. I mean, that would make sense. Yeah. So Lost Egg is a game where you are an egg and you have to become unlost. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's the best way to describe it. Yes. Yeah. It's sort of... um... It's sort of like Marble Madness almost. You sort of roll along as an egg. Yeah, you can jump a little bit. Um, You can jump a lot. You can jump very high as an egg. Yeah, yeah, you can. Uh, But the controls are like kind of janky, aren't they? Because you're an odd shape, which is where, which is Mm. how the game, you know, gets challenging because you don't, it's not like a normal ball. What was that game for the PlayStation 1 where you were a ball? Do you remember that? I mean, my references for this, when I was coming in and sort of trying to think of it, my references for this were Marble Madness, Super Monkey Ball, uh, and not really Kam- Kamatari Damase. But yeah, no, I don't know on the PS1. Cooler World, that's what it was. Uh, Cooler World? Yeah, K-U-L-A. It was a, a puzzle that game. Is a, that is a game I've seen the box art for over and over and over again in my life and had no idea what it was. I just never, <laughs> ever picked it up. Yeah, uh, well, it came out in 98, which I think will be before your time, right, surely? You're a young fella. Well, I, I had well, I had a PS1. PS1 was my first proper home console. Right, right. So I have an incredibly strong affection for video games that absolutely are unplayable now. <laughs> um, and look, right, this... Okay, so this is the thing. As you said, it's about an egg. It's about an you play as an egg, and you have to get to the frying pan. Ye- and it's very much, yeah. it's very much like those games I've listed. In that, it's a very straightforward roll the thing to the end. The gameplay comes from the physics of you rolling about. Yes, exactly. And that's that's and, the beauty of it, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, look, I right, <sighs> I quite like. Games like Marble Madness and Super Monkey Ball for a while. <laughs> like Marble Madness in particular is a, is a, is an infuriating one because the only version of that I've played is the NES version, the NES version, right, yeah. where you have to play it with a D-pad in an isometric view, and it's impossibly hard. Yeah. You can't possibly control this thing, and, and and this game fully recreates that experience with WASD controls, and you can use the mouse to control the camera, and it's like. What precision? Yeah. What, what possible <laughs> level of control can I get over this sodding egg? Yeah, it's hard. So, and like at first, you're like, "Oh, this seems like quite nice," but then it very quickly when you try and make that first jump, you're like, "What the hell is this?" 
and well, it's it brilliant for that. <laughs> you, I was just, like, you're just, you're, uh, well, no, because I went in. The game is, yeah, and yeah. Going, oh, it's brilliant, actually. It is brilliant because <laughs> you're like, oh, this is quite a quirky game. I'm playing as an egg, which is weird. Uh, there's like really calming piano music in the background. There is, which really there soothes. Is, there is it. one song for the whole game <laughs> is that piece of piano music. I don't know. I think it's about a minute and a half long. I don't think it's a very long piece of music. But the the beauty of it is that you won't ever realise it's a minute and a half long because it, it's kind of like jazz because you're going to be screaming and swearing over the top of it. So it's always Sorry, changing. is that what you do when you listen to jazz? Yeah, yeah. Like, turn this fucking shit Go off. the jazz club, <laughs> pick a fight. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're pretty relaxed jazz people, so they're easy to fight. Um, <laughs> a jazz people sounds like a terrible slur. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just folks with a real off timing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, you, you scream and shout over it. You barely notice it, but it has to be soothing music because it is challenging. You think it is challenging. I think there's a specific piece of challenge you've not mentioned yet, which is the reason I really struggled with this game. Okay. Which is that it's not just that you're rolling the egg to a location, which which is challenging enough in and of itself. These ball rolling games all of, of a certain type, you know, you roll through the thing, it's quite challenging. Whoopsie daisy, you fell over. Um, this is one of those games with a health bar. Yes, it is. So the egg... Eggs are fragile, do you know what I mean? Like the uh, as a as a thing, eggs are quite breakable. They are incredibly breakable. So you've got to look after your little egg. You have got to look after your little egg, which initially might make you think, oh well, this is clever because it means that you can't just fall off things. You have to think about where you're. So if you fall onto carpet, you take less damage than if you fall onto wood. Yes. And if you do smaller drops, you take less damage than if you were to just take a big drop. Theoretically, that proved not to be true. I found out. <laughs> yeah. Turns out you can jump from the highest possible area in a map, but so long as you land on carpet, you take very little damage. Yeah, it's pretty good. But Very true to life. <laughs> crucially, you will take damage, regardless of how careful you are, every single time you jump. Yeah. And you have to jump a lot. Yeah, loads. So, like, to explain the levels to people... You'll be like in a house, you'll wake up on a bed as the egg and then you have to travel from the bed like downstairs up onto the kitchen table, onto the kitchen counter and into a frying pan and that's level one, done. But yeah, you you start off with a certain amount of life. However, the game is very clever and that it gets easier the more you play it. So if you fail and you, your egg cracks, you get more health the next time you go. Yes, yeah, you get... Uh... 10% of the distance you travelled is given back to you as health. So if you travel 100 metres, you get 10 more life. Yeah. Um, do you know how much health you lose whenever you jump? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head at last. Yeah, yeah. It's about 12 or 15. Yeah. So so you can travel quite a long way, gain some extra health, and it gets you literally nothing. It's, it's very much... <laughs> The Dark Souls of the Egg World. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> it's it's the it's the Dark Souls of rolling egg games with yeah. arbitrary health bars. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Look, right. I'm gonna right. So I'm gonna level with you. I started playing this game, and my initial thought was, this is a troll video game. This is a game that is like Quop or Surgeon Simulator or Goat Simulator, where the premise of the game is almost laughable. Yeah. In that it's like we've we've created something that's impossible to do. I started playing it and I realised that's not true. Yes. 
it, it it's not a troll video game. The developers aren't in on a joke with you. They've just legitimately made a game that I am I am certain the guy who developed it managed to finish it once and went that's good enough to be shipped. <laughs> yeah. Like well did like I did you finish it? I sorry, I don't know if you were saving this. Did you complete the game? So I got to and just before we started recording, had to give up on the final challenge level. So this game has like six levels, uh-huh. one of which is the challenge level at the end. Yes. I only know one person that's completed it. But, I mean, that's not saying an awful lot. I only know like three <laughs> people that have played it. So, But the final challenge level took them, I think they said, four hours of non-stop playing it. Well, look, I got to, I don't know, I don't know how to, to measure the metric of the challenge level. But I got past the logs, and I got to the balcony where you have to jump over four planks in immediate succession, and I beat that, and then I fell off, and then I had to close the game and come and record this. So I could see, I could see the end of the level. Yeah. But I wasn't there yet, and I think if I was to pick it up after this and play it for another hour, there is every chance I would get to do it. Um, so let's let's discuss the levels. Um, what a random collection of crap these levels are. They're just. <laughs> I thought I'm not really sure. So you say the first the first level is set in a house. Yeah. But it's like I I I don't I think I guess cuz the developers Japanese it's like what a, the interior of maybe a modern Japanese house looks like because it's a really odd looking collection of things. I would call it a country bungalow. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second level is set in a Mexican yeah, a like Costa del Clock place. It's lovely. Yeah. And again, just a random collection of assets. The third one appears to be set on a train. Oh yeah. I forgot about the tr- that one, very long thin one. I think it's like a trailer or something. I thought. Yeah. Uh yeah, and then the final one's like a a spa, isn't it? No. Yes. Yeah, it's like a a Japanese bathhouse. Yeah. Which is probably like thematically at least it was a, a cool, like, interesting visual thing. But this... So you, but would you prefer it, if the levels were all savey? Like, you never criticised Sonic for having an underwater level, you know? <laughs> I would like it... I mean, Sonic underwater levels are objectively always the worst. Yeah, God, yeah, I, that was a terrible example. <laughs> that was a really bad example. But I think it's not so much that, like... It's not so much the fact that there is level variety, even though functionally they're all kind of like the different layouts, but nothing from their like respective worlds impacts the game. Ultimately, the game is roll the egg to the pan. Yeah, it's more that it's just like I feel like I'm rolling around a tech demo from the early two thousands to show me the power of the Dreamcast. Like it, it's nothing. Nothing in these levels is like a coherent world. It's just stuff yeah well i think it's it's probably i think the developer is probably somebody learning how to make video games and this is one of the ones they've come up with and it was it's really good for your first go (laughs) i mean to be fair look i again it was released in 2019 i know i we don't know anything about kimidori stuff i'll read to you now what it is and bear in mind that obviously this has been localized cheaply because clearly this guy is not a big developer and doesn't have the budget. Yeah. So let's not pick on the fact that this translation is weird, because obviously it's weird. The first of low-priced series of Kimidori Soft. 
So immediately we now know this project was destined to always be about two quid. He had no ambitions for it outside of that. <laughs> Fair enough. A hard action-adventure game depicting raw egg ecstasy and bravery. Aim for a frying pan that rolls past various stages with awkward music. Now, right. I mean, it's amazing they called themselves out on the music. That is pretty... Uh, very self-deprecating of them. I didn't enjoy I didn't. I didn't read the description before but i like that uh i also like that they managed to avoid the overuse of egg puns because i think that'd be easy but yeah i think if this was a western developer we would have been told about the ecstasy of rolling and other such things you're quite right yeah um i just i think so it, look it's obviously like there's only six levels like I've the, I've only not beaten one of the levels and I've got three hours against this game. Yeah. And I reckon in another hour, half an hour, I will be able to finish the last level. Um, it it It's such a small, infuriating little game. Yeah. I would I would agree with that. But I don't think that's a bad thing. I just feel like like there's one level in particular that's set in like a living room. Yeah. Where I spent ages rolling the egg over to a chair and then trying to jump from the chair to a dresser over and over again, just failing and failing and smashing the egg and then looking around the room and exploring the room and finding nothing to help me, only to discover that this level's a complete trick because all you need to do to finish it is climb a staircase, go around the top of the level and then fall into the frying pan from there. Ah, but see, if you do that, then you don't collect the toast, do you? Which, of course, gets you the bonus points. Yeah, so this game has a star rating system for finishing it out of five stars. <laughs> I've never heard anyone describe a video game with such world weariness as that there. But it's just like, look, I'm already somebody who doesn't care about completing games 100%. I just don't. Mm. I, I, you know, I like, I like seeking out challenges in video games. If there's new or interesting side content, fine. I cannot describe to you how quickly I stopped giving a shit about the toast. Like, in the first level, I found some toast, and I was like, oh, that's cool, there's some extra collectibles, let's go for it, let's see what we can can. By level three, I'm like, I don't give a fuck about collecting any of these anymore, they don't do anything, they increase my star rating, which I immediately don't give a shit about. There was one point during the challenge level where I saw where one of the pieces of toast was, and I just, in my head, just went, oh, fuck off, I'm not <laughs> going to go and get, that's impossible, you prick, of course no one's ever going to get that piece of toast and finish this fucking level. Yeah, um, but I I think I think it's a I like that it's toast as well, and I like that it's a frying pan that the egg's trying to get to. It's like the egg wants to be eaten. Yes, yeah, and I quite like the yeah. It, it reminds me of there's another game which is by the Surgeon Simulator guys, I think, called I Am Bread, where the premise of it is you are trying oh, to become toast. Yes, I've seen that. And game initially, before. yeah, initially I thought this was in going to be in the same sort of oh like, way above. <laughs> well, I thought it was going to be in the same sort of humorous vein of this idea of this sort of, you know, this egg wants to be fried, as you pointed out. Yeah. But of course, the game doesn't have a sense of humor. It, it doesn't have a sense of world or character. There's nothing to this game. There's no, there's no, like, there isn't really a premise. It's just sort of something you can interact with. I think that's a very cup half empty way of looking at it, to be honest with you. <laughs> I think, I think... <laughs> The the lore is actually deep, and uh, if you've read some of the, the you know the other mat material that's been developed as a result of the game, then you know there's no there's no limit to this world really. 
I, I would I would love to challenge you right now to name anything that is a lore-based expansion of Lost Egg. Bearing in mind, I can't even find anything anything about the developer. Like, I'm looking at the Steam community pages for this game. There's not even... It's, it's quite strange. There's a mix of mostly positive reviews. And I guess for it's £2.10? Yeah, very cheap. Like... It's incredibly cheap. Like I've got, to, I, I'll be honest with you. Normally, I compare games sort of within the genre. It'd be really unfair of me to compare Lost Egg to Super Monkey Ball because Super Monkey Ball has never been two pounds and nine pence. Like it's like I should mobile really be comparing this game worthy price. That yeah, I should really compare this to like an ice cream. Is this better than an ice cream? Well, it's it's longer than an ice cream. An ice cream would last you ten minutes. This would last you at least four hours. I yes, say. but I f- I feel like. The fact that this goes on for longer doesn't make me like it more. I think it's the exact same level of joy as an ice cream, but the that joy is stretched over four hours, so it's spread more thin. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's worse. That's a worse <laughs> argument. <laughs> no, I think it's I mean, great. Look, I'm, like I said, this game's tiny. Yeah. And it's... It, look, right. It's... Uh, there, there was a... There was a point when i started it when i went this isn't as bad as i thought it was gonna be right and i kind of liked it okay then there was that was maybe the first half hour then there was maybe an hour and a half yeah no two hours worth of me going i hate this (laughs) i hate this game so much i can't control it because the egg's annoying i can't control it because the controls are bad like these rolling games these ball rolling games you're trying to do them with just like digital on or off style d-pad controls is completely fucking impossible i think that's part of the charm though it's like a it was octodad you know when you could the controls were like a nightmare and he was all over the shop Octodad right, we, crawled so that Lost Egg could jump. <laughs> but we... Because Lost Egg can jump. Yeah. He can jump really high and damage himself. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. We agreed this is not a troll game. Yes. This is a sincere attempt. So I'm not buying the Octodad argument. Right. Because absolutely the point of Octodad is it controls like a nightmare. That's the joke in Octodad. This game is not a self-aware joke. This game is sincerely trying to be egg game. No, but the controls are deliberately obtuse otherwise it would be too easy and not fun no here's the thing i don't not necessarily the egg wobble i mean the fact that you have to do it with like a four directional pad i'm like this is impossible you can How do I control plug in properly? a controller you can plug in a controller and guess what after i plugged in a controller i got significantly better Did at the you? game god i might have to go back and play the the fight the challenge so I, level i used i used the nintendo switch pro controller which it's compatible with so right. it's already got that over Marvel's Avengers, which I tried playing, and that's not compatible with Well, there that you controller. go. Tick. It's just... <laughs> so, and then suddenly, having analog control of the egg completely changed how good I was at this game. Right. And it's so much easier to control when you have analog control, and you can tap the egg just a little bit, rather than off the egg goes to the sky. Ah. Uh. See, that's interesting. I never did it. I've only done it with the keyboard and mouse. So um, that is that is the one argument that I'll concede to you <laughs> in this entire <laughs> podcast. That fair enough, it might be. 
I think I genuinely think playing with a controller made me go from hating this game and genuinely being annoyed you'd asked me to play <laughs> it to to going it's actually all right. It's all right. It's 2 quid. It's kind of, you know, it I don't I don't want to rag on it as much as I've ragged on some like proper AAA games because it's clearly a little independent guy. And even though I hate the health bar mechanic, at least it's a thing. At least it it's a better. little unique. It always gets little, better. It's and like your health does go up. Yeah, so at no point are you like, God, this is only getting worse. Like you're always getting better because you've always got more health, so you could always get a bit further. So even if you die like three or four times right at the start, that gives you so much extra health that you'll get further on. You always feel like you're doing slightly better and it's always like achievable. You never like fuck this. I feel like I would massively prefer the game if it just didn't have a health bar though is the only thing that i would say i feel like the health bar because the only thing the health bar does is send you back to the start yes and then you have to just repeat things you've already completed and that's just to my mind it, i kind of get you know the thing that i found that was remarkable was on that last level once i was playing it with the controller and doing all right there were obstacles that would take me like 20 minutes to overcome once and then once I'd done it, I could just do it every single time. I genuinely learned to get better every single time I played it and reset it. And I learned, initially I was just hitting restart every time my health dropped below a certain level because I was like, well, I'm clearly not finishing this. <laughs> and then I went, oh, I'm not getting the health benefit by... Yeah, by doing that. So when I dropped, when I dropped below a certain level of health, I'd just roll around for a bit get the bonus up and then jump to kill myself and then go, right, okay, I got another 20 health there. Let's go and... God, what a, what a negative again. way of playing the game. <laughs> but you can't... There comes a point where you realise in a level that you can't finish it because you don't have enough health and you can't find a health pickup at that. Either you've used them all or you don't know where any more are left at the level. Ah. So you go, right, I'll just kill the egg. Yeah, no, there's no, no, that, there's no point. Fair enough. I misunderstood to... what you said. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, I also did that. So that's fair. Do you know there's a sequel to this game? I do know there's a sequel to this game. Lost Egg 2. Oh. Uh, what's its full name? It's Lost Egg 2 Be Together. That that came out April this year. Yeah. Uh, I haven't uh, played it. I was actually going to make a joke because uh, the developer released another game called Last Chick. Um, Last Chick? Yeah. So they, they've obviously got a thing for chickens and eggs and... All sort of manner of things like that. Last chick you play, uh, well, there's a couple of different modes, but you're a chick or a chicken, and uh, zombies have wiped out the population apart from chicks and chickens, and you have to try and avoid right. zombies. And it is significantly worse than Lost Egg. <laughs> is it really? Oh, God. I'm yeah. looking at the screenshots now, and it kind of looks like Pikmin with chickens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's really not very good but it sounds better if i was to describe it to you all the things would sound better so like some level you'll be the mama chicken and you've got to collect all the chicks and get get them out the like a house that's full of zombies and you can fire eggs at the zombies to like uh stun them or knock them over and get away with the chicks that way but it is much much worse (laughs) so you like the prequel where you're an egg more god yeah then yeah i tried last chick for a bit and i went nah whereas lost egg i stuck with and finished but here's the thing is that so look i i played i played lost egg for as long as i felt like i could get some detail out of it and then you sent me a message yesterday saying did you also play the forklift one yeah 
And then I went back and realised that you'd also asked me to play a game called... Oh, let's get this Forklift right. Forklift Load. Forklift Load. Now, at this stage, I'd felt like I'd had enough of Lost Egg and I wanted to, to have something else to talk about. And also I realised there is not much about Lost Egg to discuss. Yeah, when you told me it was like going to be... About an hour worth we'd be chatting. I was like, God, yeah. we're gonna do well to get an hour Yeah, Lost Egg. yeah. So let's just let's just do this now. Is Lost Egg the best video game I've never played? No. Oh. It's not. It's cute. It's charming. It's like I wish the guy who made it all the best and I hope that they can get you know, they keep going and they can keep making stuff, but Lost Egg is a weird little steam store oddity. I am and- See now that you've said it's not the best one you've played, uh, that genuinely sparked my uh, competitiveness there because I was like, "Shit, you should have picked an actual one." Because I I knew this would never ever win. You knew it wasn't going to win, but you get I I fully admire you for actually picking something I'd never heard of. Okay, well I'll take that but at I, least. But I also went and got the forklift game, forklift load. Now here's you right. If you thought I the egg like was did... charming. <laughs> I feel like you you really buried the lead here. Right. Because you, you opted for Lost Egg, which I tolerated mostly, and then towards the end went, it's got its charms, but no. Forklift Load is a hell of a trip. Isn't it great? I did not expect this game to be what it is. It is. Well, first of all, this time you're playing a forklift, and it's an AI forklift, and again, humanity seems to have disappeared. It seems to be a running theme. Uh, yes, because people are difficult to animate and render. Yeah, exactly. Um, what I like, like about this is you're an AI forklift truck. However, you still have a seat <laughs> inside you. <laughs> yes, yeah, you're, you're still in the shape of a forklift truck. It, clearly, this guy is making things by buying assets off an asset store. And that's why we have the games that we have. I'm not going to be so ungenerous as to call it an asset flip because they're actually putting some level of care and attention into what they're making and they're clearly making things. Yeah. Like, as you say, this game has a story. This game has a story. I'm sorry. I feel like we've completely jumped over why this game baffled... Because I expected this to be like Lost Egg but with a forklift. I expected this game to be here are some forklift-based puzzles pick things up here, put them down there, move on to next level star rating. This game is an open world 3D like platformer puzzle game with a story about a, a sentient AI yeah. being a forklift. Like, I, did, I, I didn't expect the game to have dialogue. I didn't expect <laughs> it to have an open world map with missions. Yeah, when, the, when it opens up to the map, how good is that? You're like, oh... It, <laughs> blew my mind that this was actually what this game was and again this game is two pound two pound and nine pence yeah and it is significantly more content than lost egg it's like this like i say there's an open world map there are collectibles to find there are notes to find to explain the lore and the backstory of how the ai forklift came to be and why there are no people anymore and there's power-ups you can get faster you can jump higher or you can jump in this as well (laughs) You can jump as a forklift, which is objectively hilarious when it happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I found it by accident just by pressing all the buttons on the controller and the forklift jumped and I just immediately barely laughed. I thought it was the funniest thing I'd yeah, ever seen. Yeah, it's great. So I streamed this game on Twitch and I added a thing that my chat could do where they could make me jump. So they would press the thing and it would make the forklift jump. And a lot of the game, like it's 
it's lifting stuff. It is essentially moving pallets around every now and then with like a it wobbly is, thing yes. on it. So if you it jump mostly... whilst carrying that, that thing falls and you have to start again. So, yes, yeah. So that led to my chat spamming that every single mission. So I, I've probably played this for, I'd say maybe an hour and a half, two hours longer than I should have because I kept <laughs> failing missions because of them. But this is the thing is I don't even think you need your chat making you jump to fail most of the missions because it's because as you say you're picking up pallets with barrels on but the barrels are in no way secured on the pallet no. so even turning slightly too quickly causes because the whole game is physics based causes the barrels to fuck off to the other side of the map yeah and it's you have to be so patient and delicate and careful in order not to ruin this and initially it's like you have to drive from one side of a warehouse to another and it's quite hard because it's hard to do the forklift, but then you get used to the controls. Yeah. Then you have to do it across quite a long piece of like obstacle-style terrain. But you're getting used to it, and it's alright, and it's fine. And then this open-world map appears. <laughs> and suddenly, you're not just picking things up and moving them to another location, and it takes about three minutes. Suddenly, you're picking things up and driving it to the other side of a cross-country motorway map. And it takes about 15 minutes to get there. Yeah. And if at any point you lose the barrel because you took a corner too quickly, back to the start you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Again, it's got lovely calming music and the... It's it's the same calming music. <laughs> it's exactly the same piano track. <laughs> the piano track doesn't get a mention in the, the description this time. Lost Egg, no, they felt the need to be like, sorry about this. But in this one, it says, why did the humans disappear? How was the AI created? Who created the AI? And what is the purpose of the AI? An open world sci-fi forklift adventure in which you must uncover the truth behind the mystery. And I didn't read that before I bought and played this game. And I'm so glad I didn't because it was a complete experience discovering all of yeah, these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, me too. Especially coming off the back of Lost Egg, which is why I was kind of making those points about how Lost Egg's world doesn't have any like sense to it. It's just you're an egg, get to a pan. Here's a series of disconnected, nothing locations. Yeah. Welcome to Forklift Load, where you're in like the prequel to the Pixar film Cars, because you spend all your time talking to sentient vehicles, delivering them fuel, and the world is absent of humans because presumably the AI killed the ball. Yeah, it's a it's a confusing story. It's very Japanese, but I I like that you do. You're always helping people out. You're a very helpful little forklift. Like sometimes there'll be a car covered in rocks, and you've got to remove all the rocks from them. Or mostly it's petrol. Mostly yes, they ran out of petrol. Yeah. But and I, 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 it's look. It it doesn't control very well. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, no, it's hard. It's like, again, every all the buttons are really twitching, difficult to control. I mind they put in three different cameras, which you do need to use to be able to figure out where things are. I mean, this game would have been great on the 3DS because I really need the depth perception to figure out where I'm putting the forklift thing yeah, before yeah. I smash it into the fuel and knock it off again. Um, It's weird because the sum of its parts, the fact it's an open-world sci-fi game with a plot, which I didn't expect, and the fact that, like... It grows and it has a story is incredible, but I did hate playing it. Oh no! It is 
really difficult to play. Well, it depends. Once you figure it out, then it becomes like pretty easy at parts. Like there's one mission where you've got to take a barrel down a very steep winding hill. Mm. And then I was doing it a couple of times. I was like, this is impossible. I can't make these turns. And then I did it reversing, going backwards. And it was so easy. So I think that that is a good example of the game isn't actually... Most of the time I solved puzzles in this game was mostly because the engine fucked up. (laughs) It's mostly because I figured out either a weird way to jank around what it had asked me to do, or even on at least one occasion, I'm like, I'm pretty sure the developer expected me to just mash things until I got up this staircase, because I don't know how else I would have got to that collectible if this bizarre physics mess-up hadn't happened. Oh, I know the one you mean, yeah. (laughs) And so now I'm thinking that maybe this video game... Again, I feel like the developer finished all of the missions once and went, well, if I can finish it, so can you, but didn't necessarily have a plan for how to... Like, if you were to ask him for a walkthrough, I imagine it would include steps such as, oh, um, do this backwards in the forklift, because if you do it forwards, you'll just never get control of the forklift again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, I think it, it was, I, I admire them for that because they're like they they obviously believe in you as a gamer if you found it. <laughs> Again, I really love this. I really love this defense you're trying to make for this game, where you're like, "Oh no, the fact that the game doesn't work properly is a sign of respect." Absolutely, big, huge in Japanese culture, respect. <laughs> so I think it's yeah, very honorable. So. Um, so you didn't. You, I'm very surprised at that because I thought it was a charming, lovely little game. No, it game. is. It is really charming. There's so much about this game I thought was just just completely left field, and like, there's like I found some of the lore packets around the place. And look, it's a story. It, if like it says, where have the humans gone? How was the AI created? Who created the AI? You know the answer to every single one of these questions before you start the game. Like, this is not an original story about AI. Yeah. Exactly what you think happened has happened. Yeah. It's just that... It's just like I say, the the collection of everything it's done, I'm, like, blown away by for a game that costs two quid. It's just that I didn't enjoy actually playing the game part of the game. <laughs> Which is a real shame because I feel like if you were to tighten up the controls and make the make it more predictable or have things like, I don't know, a, a braking system that doesn't make it so that every time you break in the thing, whatever you're carrying fucks off and that's the end of the level and you have to start again. Then it could be like, the, it's got the bones of a good idea. It's just it, the actual forklift controls like a dickhead. Yeah, but that's, the, again, this is where I think we're clashing because I think that's the fun part about it. Because it is such a bit of a mess, that's what makes it challenging. If you were just lifting stuff up and driving it, it'd be pretty dull. If you want to do that, you can just do, what's the thing that folk love? That, the Euro Truck Simulator thing. I hate those games. <laughs> but, like, I would like Forklift Load more if it was a bit more... I don't feel like it's a simulator. Yeah. It's not a simulator. It's almost like you're an act it's almost like a it's a platforming game where you have a particular set of skills. Yeah. And I kind of wish it embraced that more with the mindset of how do you make those attributes fun 
rather than how do you make those attributes extend the length of the game for as much as is feasibly possible? <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. Like there are other games I can play where I'm doing backflips and shooting guns and fighting with swords all at the same time. And in this game, I'm really, really struggling to turn a corner at all. <laughs> yeah. Just like real life, really. No, no, no. But in real life, I, in, I bet in real life I could operate the forklift with the correct training better than I can in this game. All right. Because for, I mean, for one thing, I would tie the barrels to the fucking pallets. I yeah, wouldn't it's very just difficult fuck off for, with the barrels. I mean, the cars and stuff are doing that themselves, aren't they? Very difficult for them to tie stuff onto pallets because of the wheels. I mean, yeah, this is it. This is where the, the decline of humanity is apparently the, the car's ultimate downfall is they can't secure well, barrels that. anymore. So, right, okay. The one critique I will make is that you're right there. That the the AI was built to make life better for humans. It ended up getting rid of humans because they're like, well, that's the best thing for life. But it's such a mess for them without humans. <laughs> Every single car you come across is stuck. <laughs> There's no they petrol. <laughs> They've had something terrible happen. Like you, this would all be solved if you if humans were still around for you. I mean, yeah. I mean, and there's and in there there's a lesson, I suppose. It's uh... look. This is another thing about this game, which is if you go onto the Steam reviews for Forklift Load, and I will, they're not just they're not just overwhelmingly positive. There isn't a negative review. Yeah, because it's great. The only negative reviews I can find are in Japanese, so I can't read them. And then there's one in French. The thing that's absolutely like clearly, clearly, either the people all playing this are on the same level of like. Clearly, this is some guy's first few games. He's doing the best with what he's got. And he's at least being creative with it. Like, I actually admire that this isn't like Lost Egg. Because Lost Egg being six levels long, tiny, no context, no story, nothing. That's kind of what makes me go, I don't really care about Lost Egg ever again in my life, I don't think. But this game I feel like I could use to really surprise people. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Lost Egg, um, it's a bit like Memento, isn't it? It wouldn't be as good the second time around. <laughs> I really feel like Memento is a film that probably gets better the more you know, <laughs> but never mind. <laughs> I feel I feel like you've really picked a great example of a film that actually on the second viewing, really interesting. Yeah. yeah. But um, it, it's just... It, I want... Look. I want to like this game more than I do. That's the thing I keep coming back to, is I keep I keep wanting to, like, side and say, yeah, it's amazing, there's a story and it shouldn't have one. And it, 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 it like, clearly they've bought a load of assets off some sort of asset store and put it together, but they didn't create something lazy. Nobody, as far as I'm aware, there are no other forklift 3D platformer open world adventure games. They just don't exist. Yeah. And yet here is one. And it's just a shame it plays like crap. <laughs> I think it plays very well. And it's so much fun when you're really pegging it along, carrying something. You're like, I know this could go wrong any second. And the jumping, I think, is great fun when you first realise that. And you can do like sort of little slides, not proper ones, not like handbrake turns, <laughs> but the little slides you can do. Real good. Look, I, unfortunately, I think... With these two little games, we've hit the limit of what we could talk about. Oh, God, yeah. We've already repeated ourselves a fair amount. 
so here we go. Here comes here comes the 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 bit, the judgment on it. Is Forklift Load the best video game I've never played? I feel pretty good about this. I'm right. I'm going to say no. What? There's a but, but coming. <laughs> there is a but. There is a but. But I had no idea that it was that it actually at one point I went, oh shit, this actually might have a shot now. Like, once the title card happened and I was in the open world, a little part of me went, oh, I might be really wrong about this. This might be genuinely a proper hidden gem. And I think the problem is is that it very nearly is. (laughs) It very nearly is the kind of game where I'd turn around and go, you wouldn't believe that this game is as good as it is and that it exists. As it stands, I can just go, you wouldn't believe this exists. Yeah, it is unfortunately about as good as it looks. <laughs> I I would like to read you some of the reviews. Uh, one of them I think you'll enjoy a lot. Um, it said this was harder than my actual forklift certification course. So <laughs> you were right there. It said uh, if you finish it, you may as well have a license. And <laughs> this is my favorite review: the most beautiful story in any forklift game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and this is the thing is I worry I worry the game's going to get become like a meme thing. Yeah. And that people are going to be like ha 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 look at this crappy forklift game. I'm going to treat it like, you know, some like goat simulator. Yeah. I, I I admire this game so much more than everything in that meme game genre. <laughs> there is so much more genuine heart and effort that's gone into this and there's so much more originality. Yeah. In terms of like they they're actually I've never played a game with this theme before. And you know what? I would. I kind of want them to keep going and like fo- focus on the gameplay. Get the gameplay down. If they can come back to me with a, a forklift, forklift loader two, and say, you know, they've really focused on the mechanics. And look, just make it easier. I know that's like you're saying. No, it's the it's the Dark Souls of vehicular movement games. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. There was one level where I, I agree with you. It was it was too fucking stupidly hard and not good (laughs) but the rest of them i thought were fine but like if they can nail making driving this forklift feel good and feel satisfying i think they've got a legitimate hit on their hands i think they could genuinely come back and surprise us all and go look they've made they've made a proper little gem as it stands i feel like i'm playing someone's alpha version of what would (laughs) hopefully later become a better video game (laughs) Is, so um, there you go. is there anything you would like to see Kimidori do? Like, we've got, obviously, the forklift game, got the egg game, you've got the chicken game. Is there any anything you'd like to see them anthropomorphize or become I know. I want, them to st- I want them to stick with the forklift. I really, I really want them to nail... I really want them to go back yeah. to the forklift and nail it because I think they've got... They've hit on something here that could be a really good idea if they go back to it and they nail it because because it's a it's a genuine mechanic as well being careful with a forklift truck it's a genuine yeah. like it like i can't compare this to something like super monkey ball because there isn't something like this so do that go back to forklift load make it better make it more fun and tighter and easier to play and i think you could get somewhere also possibly come up with an aesthetic style that isn't source engine circa 2008 <laughs> but yeah 
I that's that's genuinely how I feel about well, it. Well, I I'm pleased you almost liked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's the best way to say it. I almost liked it. Well, because and I would almost recommend it. I thought it was like the funniest two that I could pick as well. Like when I was looking through my life, because I think what was I the first thing I suggested was Hollow Knight, wasn't it? Yes, which I have I have played I haven't finished Hollow Knight, but I've played quite a lot of it. Yeah. And I do like Hollow Knight and it is good. And I, I understand why people like Hollow Knight. So then when she said that, I was like, Right, so we do have to go really obscure. If you I know Hollow Knight <laughs> is obviously massive, but it's still an indie developer. So I was looking yes, through everything yeah. and I went, There's only one thing that I can think of. <laughs> But yeah, but thank you very much for bringing on a legitimate, a legitimate hidden video game, which no will problem. get me no additional listeners because nobody will have ever heard of this game and will be looking for reviews of it. But thank you very much for coming on. <laughs> well, I'll retweet it and I'll put it in Discord and stuff. I'll talk about it on stream and you will oh, still you get no additional viewers. <laughs> All right, cheers. That was Gareth with, surprise, two video games, both Lost Egg and Forklift Load. Uh, I had enormous fun doing these two. Like I say, it's it's really fantastically unusual to be given a video game you've legitimately never heard of and have no expectations of. And to particularly have those expectations subverted by the Forklift game in particular was a real treat, actually. It was something that I really enjoyed doing. And it was exactly the kind of thing where a little part of my head went... I wish I could have shared this moment with some people live in the moment, watching me online, um, which is something that Gareth does, of course. He streams video games. In fact, if you're interested in going to see Gareth stream video games, particularly if you want to see him uh, do a horror video game and maybe scream his head off, uh, you can go to twitch.tv slash Gareth War. So that's G-A-R-E-T-H-W-A-U-G-H. So that's Gareth and then War spelt W-A-U-G-H. Uh, brilliant, excellent fun to watch him and to, to have him on the podcast. Really nice to have a guest who who is there to surprise me rather than necessarily win, as it were. So I had a really good time uh, chatting with him. Hey, you there listening, do you like live improvised Doctor Who? I know it's a bit of a curveball at the end of a podcast all about eggs and forklifts, but hey, if you like surreal, weird, over-the-top, bizarre concepts, maybe you're a big fan of Doctor Who. Well, any suggestions, Doctor, the improvised Doctor Who parody is currently on tour. It's a fully improvised Doctor Who show uh, where we make up an original episode of Doctor Who that's also a bit funny, a bit of a parody, bit of a bit of a piss take of Doctor Who from a, a group of comedians, including myself, including other guests who have been on the show. Uh, and it's enormous fun. We've received lots of good five-star reviews. And uh, we are now on tour. If you go to anysuggestionsimprov.co.uk, you can get a full list of all of our tour dates and see where we are going. Uh, please do come along. It would be great fun to see some of you there. Other than that, thanks for listening. Stay safe. <laughs>